Hello, and welcome to the mid-level exception. Uh, as always, thank you guys for listening to us and liking and subscribing and following us on our great journey through the podcasting world. Uh, my name is JD Young, and of course, I'm joined as always by Rodney Dario. Say hello, Rodney. Hola. <laughs> Hola, como esta? <laughs> and that's all my Spanish. <laughs> uh, so today's episode, we're going to talk about of course, the Super Bowl preview. But before we do that, we kind of want to touch on uh, Kobe Bryant. So kind of as being sports fans, you know, Kobe's been a big part of our life. Uh, I mean, neither one of us are Lakers fans, but I mean, still Kobe's one of the biggest athletes in our lifetime. And, you know, kind of wanted to touch on his passing. So, uh, Rod, do you want to kind of get us kicked off? Um, Yeah. Um, As... Probably everybody, you know, just uh, waking up Sunday morning, it was, uh, it was a shock to everybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's still kind of, and it's been a couple, few days now, but early on, I mean, it was just like, it just didn't feel real. Um, and even when it was first being reported, it was like, okay, you know, only s- certain, I guess, news reporting places just a few were reporting it so it's just like okay we you know is it true is it not you know and you know obviously when more news came out yeah so i mean like like jd said kobe was uh part of our you know it's our generation basically um well probably you're he's probably your michael jordan i mean i'm i'm older than you so you know i grew up with jordan and then you know, with Kobe. So, but yeah, for me, uh, like uh, Kobe, because I mean, I really didn't get into basketball. Actually, LeBron is the one who kind of brought me into basketball because, uh, you know, I was like Jordan. I was a little young for Jordan, and then, but like seeing LeBron, who's you know four months older than me, doing the stuff he's doing in high school, and then kind of uh, and then meeting you, and really started you know getting into basketball then, and like seeing like Kobe and what he did and just you know, comparing him to Jordan, you know, watching the old Jordan highlights and just the style of that, like killer mentality of just, you know, I'm going to rip your throat out and then stomp on your body and you're not getting up type the way they played. Yeah. yeah and um, so just as, you know, some something like that happens, especially how tragic it's just, it obviously hits you unexpected, but then, then you kind of turn to okay, start, you know, reliving uh, moments in your head. Like for me, there's a few um, that 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 stick out to me. Um, I was actually at in attendance uh, for Michael Jordan's last game when he was a Wizard in Staples Center, and famously, Kobe scored 55 points that game. And it was just, it was unbelievable. Like that whole game was surreal because Jordan could miss in the first quarter and the crowd was going nuts. You know, even obviously he's a wizard, but it's Michael Jordan. So whatever he did, the crowd was just going nuts. And, but then here's Kobe. It's like (laughs) typical Kobe fashion. He's like, you know, just steals, stole the thunder and just was ridiculous in that first half. He scored like 40 points or something in the first half. And he was making... Yeah, like seven or eight threes too. It was unbelievable. And 
that was the first, you know, one of the first, but just one of the many times where this, you know, this guy just took your breath away. Um, what about you? Do you have any Kobe memory that uh, uh, stick out? Kind of, uh, I think, like on the court, uh, the ball fake, where you know, like uh, hey, that's a really famous clip where he just it it doesn't even affect him. Uh, yeah, Matt Barnes. Matt, Matt Barnes. Barnes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and like he's just he's locked in in the zone and just the you know like the little <laughs> kind of wry smile on his face, just like like yeah, let's do this. So, um, but for me, it was kind of like the the tough kind of you know not just on the court but like off the court where seeing the videos of like Kobe and his daughter, you know, as a father, uh, it I couldn't imagine losing my child and my spouse at the same time yeah and just what the the bryant family's going through right now and you know especially like with kobe where he definitely has a very complicated past you know like you look at his early years when he you know after when you you know the three p with the shack and you know forced the lakers to trade shack and then the the you know colorado rape situation and yeah, you know, like thinking back now, where like, uh, you know, like ESPN almost glorified, like, yeah, he's in court all day, and then he's flying, you know, taking helicopter rides to, to you know, the game that night. And, you know how he's so heroic, and you know, it's it's kind of tough seeing that now, you know, because that's definitely is part of his checkered past. But seeing the way I think, like after the Gasol titles. Uh, where he really kind of started to think about like his legacy and his image and trying to, you know, uh, trying to help like the younger players and kind of like his, what he was starting to focus on outside of basketball. And, you know, I think the second act of his life outside of basketball was being, was very interesting what he was doing and really um, trying to kind of spread that knowledge and, you know, be an ambassador to the game and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, as far as that one clip um, that you see over Twitter um, a lot is uh, him talking to Gigi, uh, yeah. his, his daughter, who also, you know, was on the helicopter. Unfortunately, we, uh, yep. I mean, when that God, when that news came out, it was just uh, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was especially compared. <laughs> well, you know, compared because at first it was like the all four of his daughters and the whole family, and yeah, the, the reporting on this that day was just god awful yeah Yeah, everyone's so quick nowadays like to try to get quote-unquote facts out and then yeah it's they're just wrong and yeah and then seeing you know the sheriff's department like totally um call out um i I think it was tmz first reported it and like you know the the, they weren't even able to tell the families there's a there's a you know i know we can debate about that all the time or talk about that but yeah there's just certain things you do certain things you do yeah (laughs) Um, and, but yeah, it's the part where, you know, he's, you know, coaching, you know, you know, teaching again, basketball to his daughters, especially like said Gigi. So, I mean, um, but I mean, hearing all the stories from everybody and, um, you know, I kind of, like I said, he's, um, what am I trying to say? Just like he's still present, even though he's not physically, you know, physically here. But yeah, basically, you know, he's in. He's he's everywhere, especially through the game of basketball and and uh, um yeah. So, a little different, 
yeah, definitely, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to just, it's, it's talking about it's, it's just bringing everything back. So it's kind yeah, of, it's, it's hard to, yeah, it's not like we, you know, we didn't know the man, you know, no. like, but it's just when someone who's been part of your life like that for such a, you know, been a huge part of your life for that, that long, you yeah. know, like it would, you know, like for me, like if Dan Marino passed away, like passed away now, like I would probably be like just in tears because, you know, it's just someone you, you looked up to and that you followed their whole career and, you know, and it's just gone unexpectedly. And yeah. Yeah. You know, like I said, I mean, we didn't know, but you know, as such a big fan of sports, as a big fan of basketball, basketball, loved basketball, like, um, and um, you know, it's like again the whole yeah you don't even know him, but it's like but it's in your life because you're like if if you're into sports into basketball you're watching Sports yeah. Center you're watching highlights of them all the time you know, you know so it's you know and you're following the game mm-hmm. as closely as I did you know it's it is you know even though like I said I wasn't a Laker fan you know I actually hated the Lakers you know yeah. a Warrior fan um so but you can hate the team but you just respect. Just respect great. Yeah. Just respect great players. So, uh, where do you have Kobe on your all-time rankings? <sighs> wow. I didn't, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I expect kinda... that one. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to, you know, top five, top, top three, at least top ten. I mean, I'd have yeah. to go. You know, I think he's, you know, the second best shooting guard after Michael. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's probably. I mean. Top ten easily. I don't know as far as where he ranks in the, okay. in the middle in there, but you know, probably just probably yeah. more in the mid. I don't know. You know, mid maybe more in the. Why do you hate Kobe Bryant? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, being top ten all time. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, no, I'm, the I'm, no. <laughs> considering Michael Jordan's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely so. have like Jordan's number one. You know, I mean, again, it's just watching highlights and stuff, but. uh I think he's like for players I've personally watched, he's top five, easily top five. You know, I mean, I'm well, well yeah, I mean, if, if, if we're talking about, but like yeah. again, it's like I'm not, you know, my I didn't watch Oscar and like all those guys, so yeah, but no, yeah, I mean, I agree. If, if it's, yeah, you know, people we've seen, then yeah, he's definitely up there. So, so. all right, let's awkwardly transition to, uh, to the Super Bowl. So, uh, if you haven't heard, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs and the your beloved San Francisco 49ers are going to be playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, so, as of right now, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are uh, one and a half point favorites, and the over under is at 54 and a half points. So, uh, we're going to kind of do how we did with the uh, the AFC and NFC uh, championship games, where we're going to kind of what we think each team is going to do when they, so like what the Niners are going to do when they have the ball, what the Chiefs are going to do to try to stop that, you know, what the Chiefs are going to, when they have the ball, what are they going to try to do and what we think the Niners are going to try to do to stop that. Then we'll kind of dig into um, some X factors for the game. So like players who we think, you know, maybe not like the, uh, like the stars, like, yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be an X factor, but more like kind of some other players who we think could, really impact the game and then of course we'll go into our palpatine award winners uh for this episode so uh rodney 
what do you think the Niners' plan of attack is? Be honest, uh, it's Kyle Shanahan. It, it's 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 up in the air. I mean, he can just the trend is you know obviously the last the first two playoff games they just all they just ran the ball like mostly all the time. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean Jimmy G three passes in the last game, but um, but I think because uh, it what I think here sure I think will happen um. Because kind of like in in the beginning of some games like this year, um, you know everybody thinks Niners are you know well thanks obviously they are a running team, but um, the, the first drives, um, Kyle's actually thrown the ball more. So I'm thinking you know, like if the KC comes up, you know they're already stacking the box to stop the run, and uh, I think he's going to have Jimmy throw it around. Um, like the first drive versus the Vikings, it was uh, eight plays, uh, only two runs, six passes ended up in a. TD pass to Bourne, um, that first drive there. Uh, versus Saints, uh, you figured that, you know, they'd run the ball to keep Breeze uh, and that, you know, that high-powered Saints offense off the off the field. Yeah. But uh, now they on that first drive with the Saints, um, they uh, went six plays, one run, five passes. Again, another TD pass to, to Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, I so. think that Saints, uh, that might be kind of the blueprint because you have to think that Shanahan knows that they're not going to, you know, score 20 points and beat the Chiefs, you know. So I think that Saints blueprint might be a really good way to look, look at the how this game might go. Yeah, and, and like I kind of excited to see what, you know, what he's going to do, set up that defense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know he does run a lot of what's called 21 personnel, which is like two backs, one tight end, because it's, I think it's the, most versatile uh, formation because they can go run or pass. Um, and especially if Casey comes out, let's say in a base defense against that, I could see Niners throwing on, you know, throwing on that. And if, if the Casey comes in, you know, brings an extra defensive back, then I think the Niners, you know, run. So I think it's all, I think he's just basically going to see how they're playing, you know, and just basically um, uh, attack. You know, with with uh, uh, like I said, throw the pass depending on whether how they stack the box. Yeah, and I think with two, uh, you know, we talked about this before with the Niners being they're so versatile where they can, you know, you know if they want to run the ball, they can run the ball. If they want to swing around, and you know, their wide receivers, they like Sanders was an amazing trade for them. Um, I love Emmanuel Sanders. I've Tried to have him on my fantasy team nearly every year. Uh, there's me and another guy in our, our league uh, who one of us always has Emmanuel Sanders on our <laughs> team. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so like I love Emmanuel Sanders. And I, he's the perfect fit for what Shanahan wants to do, you know, because he can block. Uh, and that's really important for the 49ers is the wide receivers are really great blockers. And then, you know, he Sanders can go in the middle. He can, you know, he's just such a technician where, yeah. Uh, so clean with his routes, and that's really helps with in Shanahan's offense. So, yeah, and he yeah he picked up that offense pretty quick, really quick, yeah. And uh, notice lately too, he hasn't really even been utilized. He's you know these last few games because of the way they're running. But seen a clip of uh, him and Kittle talking, you know, talking about their blocking, you know, and uh, you know Kittle had one target, one catch. Sanders had. One target, no catches. Here, NFC title game, but they're all talking about their run blocking. 
Yep. So it's just, it's, you know, it's really, really, really cool to see. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're both in agreement that we kind of aren't too sure with it. Like, we just think that Shanahan's going to kind of see what's working and keep going with that uh, just because he's really good at that. Yeah. So. And like if, I mean, if as he's proven in, in the last two games, it's super whatever. If the if Kansas City cannot stop their run game, he's just gonna he's gonna, he's gonna keep going. feeding. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna feed. It doesn't matter. You know who cares? It doesn't look pretty. He's it's just gonna. That's just gonna. If they can do that, that's basically just gonna and yeah. keep you know Mahomes off the field, which is obviously what they. And it looks like said. Coleman uh, should be available, right? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I think they said he's. I think he, he practiced late in the week. Okay, um, but uh, I mean they I have a thousand running backs, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm even like if if they had if they had to like sit sit Coleman down like the the guy Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm-hmm. is on the practice squad. He he's had some good moments um, early in the season, so yeah, I'm confident in him too. But, um, yep. All right, JD. So, uh, what do you think the Chiefs are going to try and do to to slow down this Niner offense? Yeah, so I think uh, kind of trying to copy their blueprint a little bit for what they did with the Titans. Because uh, Kansas City did a really good job two weeks ago, limiting Derrick Henry to 69 yards. Nice. Uh, but, uh, you know, and kind of forcing the Titans out of their game plan of, you know, and making them have to score every drive. Uh, so I think that's, they need to, of course, focus on the run game and try to uh, make Jimmy G beat them. So, you know, and I think this, uh, the Kansas City secondary is kind of their strength. And I think, uh, especially with the way uh, Tyron Matthews been playing, and they can, I think they can be opportunistic because Jimmy G will throw a bad ball here and there. So I think they need to try to force Jimmy to, to do that. Um, you know, the big difference, though, is that the Titans running game and the 49ers running game are completely different you know yeah, the titans, totally different yeah yeah you know the titans they're built on their their power where they're just going to bully ball you and then have Derek henry just smash you know and then the niners it's you know not finesse but it's more skill where it's or in scheme where it's just kind of guys are in the right place at the right time and it's a more kind of cohesive everybody doing the right thing at the right time to kind of set these huge holes for most of to run through so uh, but yeah, I think the defensive line of the Chiefs is kind of if they can slow down the run game and kind of make things difficult for Jimmy G, um, and then forcing them to try to have to either abandon or run or try to keep up with the, the Kansas City scoring. I think that's what the Chiefs are. That's going to be their kind of their game plan. So, what are your yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I kind of think well, what you touched up is like their defense is kind of their offense. You know, like their offense puts so much pressure on the opposing offense that it kind of plays into their defensive hands. You know, like if the if you know Mahomes in there is humming and just just scoring every drive, it's it it makes teams go out of character, like what happened to the Titans. Yeah. You know, like they were they just went away from the running game. It's like they weren't even early on that third quarter, you know, they were I forgot how much they were down, but it wasn't, you know, it was a one score game. It wasn't um, yeah, it wasn't like a huge lead, but yeah, just... I mean, it got it got huge later. But I mean, but that pivotal third quarter, um, you know, they kind of got away from from what they were doing, and I mean, that's what that offense does um, to the you know to the other team's offense. So the defense, you know, like you said, they're opportunistic, so it 
you know, when, when you make a team one dimensional, um, you know, it definitely helps you. Um, and, and like I said, that, that I think that, um, honey badger, um, you know, he's the, he's the leader of that defense. So yeah. I think if he makes big plays that, you know, that'll definitely, uh, yeah, if he can, the if energy, he yeah. can force a turnover or, you know, kind of like a big stop like that, uh, you know, kind of try to steal possession for the offense that, that can go a long way. And what we both think is going to be a very tight game. So, yeah. And I mean, I've seen lots of Tyron Matthew when, when he was playing for the Cardinals. So as yeah. a matter of fact, so I know how good that guy is. And he's, uh, he's hashtag good. Yeah. yeah I, I know. I liked him in, at LSU. I know he had a, a kind of a bad rap in college, but I really yeah. wanted Miami to draft him. No, I, I did too. I wanted the Niners to get him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, and it's and the good thing, kind of side, you know, like I know we were he, you know, had some issues in college, but he's definitely turned his life around and has been an All Pro since coming in the league. So it's it's good that that he's kind of you know because how many times you see that where they just knuckleheads and then they're yeah, but anyway, yeah. I digress. I <laughs> but I mean, a little side note too, like with you know, I don't know if you watched much of the opening night when you know all the interviews, but like nobody like. Nobody talked trash, really. It was a, it was all it was mutual respect, you know. They, when they asked the player about the other team, it was like, you know, they were compl- very comp- complimentary. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it's not exciting, but yes, like you know, these two teams are smart. You don't want to give the other team bulletin board material. Now let's uh, let's let's give the ball to Chiefs now, um, and the Chiefs are on Allen offense. So uh, JD, what do you think their plan of attack is? Uh, I guess uh. it's very very good Niner defense. Uh, I think for the Chiefs, they're going to try to utilize their speed. So they're going to have to be patient because this, this Niners defense is very good. Uh, but I think with their speed, uh, it's going to be tough for the Niners to try to key in on one person because you have, you know, between Hill, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, uh, Hardman, Kelsey, Damian Williams, you have or even Mahomes just getting out of the pocket. Yeah. You know, there's pick your poison with that. So, you know, if they try to, you know, if, uh, if the Niners try to focus on Hill, you know, with safety help, then that's going to leave Kelsey wide open in the middle. And I mean, I know the, the Niners slide makers are pretty good, but I mean, Travis Kelsey's, you know, him and Kittle are the two best tight ends in the league. You know, if they try to, uh, I mean, then I think Mahomes can be patient and kind of move the ball that way. Or if they try to focus on Kelsey, then, you know, that just leaves Tyreek Hill just, you know, screaming down the sideline and Mahomes can hit him, you know, for wide open, you know, for big plays that way. Um, or if they can cover both, then you have Mahomes, you know, he can get outside the pocket with his legs, you know, kind of extend plays. And, you know, no matter how good your secondary is, you can't, cover uh you know you can't cover wide receivers forever so you know it's going to be i think mahomes is the game's going to be on him to try to you know pick his pick his spots to try and just kind of keep the chains moving and then whenever he can make those big plays to try to to take advantage of those so yeah because i think uh with mahomes like he's good enough sometimes he tries to force the big play like um just because he obviously has the arm talent um so, um, but I think he needs to give or take what the defense is giving you. Um, yeah. So, Rodney, what do you think the Niners are going to try to do to 
limit Mahomes in this high-powered uh, Chiefs offense. Um, I don't even know why the Niners are – they shouldn't even <laughs> play defense because apparently all I'm hearing is Mahomes is uh, cannot be defended. He's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, he's like unstoppable. Like, and you know, I was listening to a pod today, and they basically said the Niners' defense is uh, overrated. Without saying they're overrated, um, there's the stats they came up with. They said uh, they had the worst sack percentage on first and second down, they have the worst passing defense in the red zone. Uh, they're last in red zone defense when it comes to uh, eleven personnel, which is one back, one tight end. And you should also like run bootleg every play because Jared Goff beat him with that in the first half of one of their games. Um, like I said, like I, said uh, I think it's Mahomes, you know, one of the best against the zone. You know, I think they should, Niners, obviously, I think they just play cover 11. Basically, <laughs> nobody rush, no rushes. No rushes. Double yeah. team, killing Kelsey, have three quarterback spies and put everybody else on there and just like, yeah, make the receivers tired because they're going to be running around. They're going to be exhausted. It's, yeah, yeah. They're, it's like they're, uh, when you play football in the backyard and you have their rusher and they come <laughs> no, yeah. running back, running pretty, around for twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> they'll just give. Yeah, Holmes will just be like, guys, I'm too tired. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> so you like you kill him with board. It's not. Uh, but yeah. no, nah, I'm obviously joking. Um, but I mean, I think. I mean, it's simple. I mean, it's the. It's one that's that's uh, that's battle tested. It's you get pressure on the quarterback, and uh, even the best, you know, um, succumb to quarterback pressure. You know, yeah. no matter how elusive, no matter how you know how great you are in the back. If if, if your offensive line cannot block their defensive line, it's it's going to be a long day for the quarterback. Yeah, and it's it's for every quarterback in throughout NFL history. You know, so. Um, that's the key right there, because if if Mahomes has time, I mean, like you said, they, they nobody can cover, you know, um, for that long. So someone's going to get open. And yeah, um, how yeah. much are you worried about the? Because I mean, the Niners have typically struggled against uh, quarterback, like mobile quarterbacks. You know, like Russell Wilson, Kyler this year, Lamar Jackson. You know, they all had relatively good games against the Niners. Um, so how worried are you, especially that Mahomes seems to be 100% from his injuries this season? Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, the Niners, like, I was looking, and I mean, the Niners are 3-2 and two versus those quarterbacks. Their two losses, the last-second regulation field goal to the Ravens and last-second in overtime to the Seahawks. So, um, and I know some of the games... You know, some of those games where they were up and it was all, you know, I won't say garbage time, but just, you know, the other team yeah. just throwing back and uh, kind of like what we saw at the end of the Packer game where uh, yeah. Rogers' numbers look nice, but we all knew that. That's all garbage. Yeah, it was just uh, um, uh, smoke and mirrors um, just because it was the Niners. I'm pretty sure weren't, weren't, uh, we're just playing pre-event. But yeah, so I mean, that's, but again, like you said, I'm, you know, obviously, any any more quarterback you're worried about, um, so because then if you can do everything perfect, you know, in the secondary, and then all of a sudden he can just casually runs for first down, which he's been doing, you know, yeah, this season. I think every run is like pretty much a first down. So, I mean, what I mean, what do you think the Niners 
should do and try to stop. This yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, is if you can make Mahomes uncomfortable and kind of frustrate him and where he has to take those checkdowns and, you know, kind of because, you know, Mahomes is a gunslinger, but he's the best gunslinger we've ever seen, you know, where, uh, you know, if you can make him kind of frustrated where he he can't hit that big play and he has to kind of methodically move the ball down the field and then they're not able to to get those first downs and you know he's not able to kind of get in rhythm i think um that's that's their goal to try to do and you know i think they they do have the defensive line you know between uh especially buckner and bosa lining up together and it's just i mean the chiefs offensive line is pretty good but that Niners defensive line is ridiculous. So I yeah. think, yeah, if you can uh, if you can try to get to Mahomes and just kind of make him uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I think honestly the the one defensive lineman who's you know, I know we're talking about X Factors later, but I think it's gonna be D Ford because he's their fastest. Yeah. So um and kind of, you know, D Ford revenge game, you know, the return <laughs> of D Ford. Uh, so title. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, because you know he's that's what I love, kind of love about their defensive line. Like they're almost like all different, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, Ford's a speed guy. You know, Bosa's kind of both speed and power. Buckner's power, Armstead's power. You know, so um, yeah. So I think it actually is going to be Ford um, if he can get around those tackles. Because then, then I think if they could pressure Mahomes, you know. Probably I say his blind side. I know I'm, I'm assuming. Hopefully he's get the speed guy would be on the blind side, and yeah, and uh, that's where because uh, that's where he, you know, he, it's weird because he likes to roll left, you know, which is the blind side. So, um, and you know, Mahomes runs left. He throws good, you know, going to his left, which is like unheard of, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it just just contain and then put pressure, like you said, make him uncomfortable, and that's mistakes happen and you're not as accurate when you're yeah. forced to throw when you don't want to throw. Yeah, I think it's, you know, this is going to be a, a tight game where, I mean, it's probably going to come down to, you know, the last possession. And like, I, I, it's hard for me to, to envision one team just kind of blowing the other team out. I think these are, uh, you know, like two evenly matched teams. I think the, yeah. um, I mean, if you go through it, you know, like, the Niners on paper, they definitely have. They're definitely the better team on paper, but I think the Mahomes factor, where he's just so good at what what his what he does, and he's in his own right now that we have we've seen few quarterbacks be in. So, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty exciting. So, yeah, um, I mean back to the Mahomes thing. Like one thing because they talking so much about Mahomes. I mean, yeah, they bring up Hill and Kelsey a mm-hmm. little bit, but it's like, I mean. <laughs> It's that's two huge weapons. That yeah, any team would like. Yeah, but, you know, I would. I would like a Mahomes. I would like a, no, a Kelsey. So like, yeah. if I'm like Kelsey and Hill, and you're like, uh, what about us? You know, but I know it's a team thing. But I'm just saying, you know, it's like it's a lot of Mahomes talk. And uh, um, well, I mean, so. you know, quarterbacks they get too much credit and too much blame. So yeah, I understand. No, we just did a whole podcast on quarterbacks. I get it. I know they're the key. Yeah. But I'm, what I'm just saying yeah. is that you know. I think if he didn't have Hill and he had Kelsey, I mean, yeah. you know, and he's just uplifting, you know, these receivers, these no name receivers, you know, and then it'd be even yeah, you know, more crazy, you know. But no, I mean, I, 
a big fan of Mahomes. So yeah, I'm trying to. So let's kind of we kind of yeah. touched on it. So what? Let's we'll kind of go through the X factors. So who do you think the X factor on offense is for the 49ers? Well, I mean, according to some people, since this this guy is not as good, so um, you know, my X factor it's going to be Jimmy G, um, and if called upon, you know, okay, if he has to sling the ball around, you know, can he? I think he can. I mean, I think he's proved that. Yeah, um, you look up his stats in clutch situations when he's down. I mean, I'm not going to read them off, but you do a little Google search. You know, look it up, and you know he's he's just at the top of the league in you know, quarterback rating when behind, and and QBR and all this stuff when he's down. So um, if especially that in combination with Kyle Shanahan, um, you know the if they need to throw, I you know I I have faith that, that you know. Not, not saying he's going to out-duel Mahomes or he's better than Mahomes, but, I mean... He can hold his own. Yeah, so, I mean, that's... You know, if that's, you don't believe us, go watch the 2016 uh, game against the Titans where he had literally nobody to throw to and he led them back <laughs> twice uh, against a pretty good... That was a pretty good Titans defense, too, at that time. Uh, yeah, that game we saw in person, and I... We were ho- we knew right there that Jimmy G's the man. So yep, yeah, definitely. Um, what about uh, you? So for on offense, who's your X factor for for the Chiefs? Uh, I have Damian Williams. So I think uh, he's kind of been under the radar. Uh, so you know, especially with the Niners having to focus on the big guys. You know, like we mentioned between Hill and Kelsey. I think uh, I just see Damian Williams kind of being that little release or safety valve for Mahomes with so catching the little passes out in the flat and you know kind of little dump offs and then uh you know their defenders are gonna be so worried about trying to guard the other guys I just see them catching these little like three yard passes and just oh, a ton of yard after catch coming his way where they're like oh crap Williams has it meant trying you know trying to catch up so I think if uh I you know I could definitely see him like you know going for like seven or eight catches for, you know, 60 yards or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, especially if, like we talked earlier, if it just takes the check downs to kind of soften the defense, you know, make him play up where he can attack, Yep. you know, a little deeper down the field. Um, no, yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, who do you got on defense for the Niners? Um, I've got Jimmy Ward, um, who's their Niners free safety. Um, do the Niners only have players named Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's I think a draft requirement. Um, yeah, you know, Jimmy okay. Bosa, Jimmy Armstead. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Bosa. They just change. They just use their middle names. So to, to yeah, for the jersey guy. Other part, yeah, to yeah. tell each other part. But yeah, but um, you know, because he's like um, Niners. You know, uh, they love to run the cover three, um, which is like it's it's not exactly Seattle's defense, but that's you know what Seattle made it famous. Um, and uh, so. I think uh, if they're playing the cover three and like the weak spots in the cover three are the flats, but especially the seams. So like I say, I could see the, if they're in a cover three look and I could see just probably Andy Reid going, okay, all streaks, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's Jimmy Ward. Can he help, you know, the two seam routes? Um, so I think, uh, yeah, he's going to be key because he's, he's also going to be the last line uh, defense to help out uh, on Hill or Hardman. So. You know, I think if he 
has a good game and can break up some of those big plays. Cause I know the chiefs, they're going to take shots. You yeah. Know? So it's, 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 it's uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully there's no pass interference. So it just <laughs> defends them well. Um, and yeah, so that, that, that's my, uh, defense, defensive X factor from the Niners. Who's your, uh, Kansas city, uh, X factor from defense. I'm going to go with, uh, I know we talked about Tyron Matthew and his game, but I think I'm going to go with Chris Jones. Uh, you know, he was two weeks of rest now. He didn't have to play a ton in the, the AFC Championship game, so he should be getting back to 100%, or at least as 100% as he can be this time of year. So I think if he can help stuff the run and then get pressure on Jimmy G and kind of put him uh, you know, off balance and make him throw up those balls that Jimmy G, those bad throws that he's been known to do once or twice a game, you know, really make uh, give this the... Sorry, give the Chiefs secondary a chance to make a play. Um, I think that can go a long way. So again, like trying to steal that ex- that that possession. So yeah, and I think um, Chris Jones opens up uh, Suggs and Frank Clark. So um, yep, and uh, yeah, because like the, this, the Chiefs have a good pass rush too. So I know a lot of people talk about that, but they are. So that's another thing that kind of. So that's what I hope the Niners. You know, as a Niner fan, the the run game will hope, you know, help uh, kind of stifle that. Stif- yeah, that pass rush, you know. Yeah, because that's what ball does. Yeah, yeah, they can pin their ears back and you know they're going to be passing every play. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Prediction time. Rodney. All right. So I will predict um, that uh, one team will. Uh, in red. <laughs> um, one of the teams in red. Yeah. Will uh, mathematically have at least one more point than the other red team because you know the game can't end in a tie. So that's my prediction. You're predicting someone would win the Super Bowl. Somebody's gonna win. I don't, you know, that's like spoiler alert. You know, it's just it's. <laughs> sorry if you know I just ruined you know the Super Bowl for you, but yeah. somebody's gonna win. Um, but if you've listened to our other podcasts, I don't make predictions when it comes to my team. I understand. Um, you know. Hope for the best, prepare for the worst. And yeah. uh, so I'm just going to, I know it's going to be a great game. And honestly, if the, the Niners lose, I mean, it, I would, you know, it's a, the consolation prize is I do like Pat Mahomes and, and yeah. Reed. So I mean, it would, it wouldn't. It's not like if they're losing like, to like the Patriots or something where it would yeah. just be like you're going to be yeah. miserable. For, or the I mean, Ravens. If it was the Ravens and they lost the Ravens again. Yeah. I, I mean, lose. if they do lose, you're still going to be miserable. But oh, if, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna be breathing into the mic and that, that recast, <laughs> and just, I'll just ask you the questions and, <laughs> in very, you know, monotone kind of, <laughs> uh, kind of attitude. Yeah, you know, like, and then every once in a while, I go, who cares? <laughs> it's sports are tough. I've already, <laughs> I have already, due to the Thomas Hurdle. Uh, tearing his ACL. I've already canceled sports until April 23rd. So, I mean, I don't even know why they're playing this game. So, yeah. but yeah, that, that'll be me because then it's like, okay, when because I don't think our Giants, no, know, they're gonna be bad. Um, <laughs> sharks are bad. You know, the Warriors sharks. are bad. You know, just like at least Curry's coming back soon. Yeah. But anyway, but as far as, you know, yeah, being in contention, I mean, I can't wait for the Warriors season next year when everybody's healthy. Oh, I cannot wait. Yeah. Um, but draft night, NFL draft. Yeah. That's my that's my hope right now. <laughs> and when uh, 
yeah, I can't wait to see, you know, Steph, Clay, Dre, Giannis, man, there's there it up. <laughs> Giannis. So, yeah. So, wait, what's your prediction? Do you have a prediction? Are you going to? I have it's a okay. prediction. It's okay. it's okay if you pick the Chiefs. I know, you know, Mahomes is your boy. I have been. You know, so Chiefs by 60. It's cool. <laughs> I get it, man. You know, Tyreek Hill, 10 touchdowns, yes. all 80-yard plays. Because so, uh, Tyreek Hill definitely, you know, he, he's got a lot of good karma going. Definitely, <laughs> definitely a good guy. No, he's not a good guy. No. Uh, I have gone back and forth on this for the last two weeks. Where depending on the day, depending on the hour, I could be. You know, you could talk me into. You know, even depending on the podcast or like whatever I'm reading or watching, you can be like, yep, yeah, yeah, I can see it going that way, or yeah, I can see that. You know, I can see the Chiefs winning this way, or I can see the Niners. Uh, but I just. I can't shake this image of Patrick Mahomes getting the ball down 24 to 20 uh, and then him just leading that game winning touchdown drive, you know, with like three minutes left and just, I can't shake that image. So I'm going to go Kansas city 27 uh, Niners 24 and what will be one of the best Super Bowls we've ever seen. Um, a little scoring. Yeah. yeah. I think, you know, with Super Bowls, you know, everyone kind of goes high scoring, but, you know, how many times do we see that first quarter where it's just both teams are kind of feeling each other out and getting the jitters out and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, that's why I think like the first quarter is going to be kind of a wash and then the it'll pick up in the, the second quarter. So, yeah. And then the yeah, beginning, just, yeah, the beginning of the third quarter is going to be a wash too after that two hour halftime. Yeah, the two hour. Yeah. So, so. Why even play? There's not yeah, even just no. it's a wash. <laughs> and I just do but it. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think Mahomes just as great as the the Niners is. You know, there hasn't been too many defenses that have stifled Mahomes, and he kind of, you know, even like last year with the the Patriots defense that you know shut him down for the first half, and then they exploded in the second half, or you know against the Houston this year where in the playoffs where, you know, you just, you know, I know Houston's defense is nowhere as good, but it's, it's hard to keep a home stifled for that long. So. No, I don't, you know, I'm not mad at that. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, I'll, uh, I already know <laughs> I'm already preparing, you know, cause, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'm just going to prepare for the loss. And yeah. The, you so, guys, I know you've had a uh, long troubled history of, you Seven know, years between Super Bowls, and it's you know, you know, but we lost last time. That downtrodden, you know, franchise. Yeah, yeah, I was with you too when we watched yeah. that. So um, maybe I should go. Again, so you know, I'm just <laughs> expecting Chiefs to win. It's just it's all it's it's, like it's said, me. Tyreek Hill's karma is not going to be getting away yeah. from home. Uh, it's me. It's my fault. Yeah. So, so. at least you right. know, if it happens again, we're not watching. In my <laughs> It's not going to be the same. Place. No, you're going to, if, if the Dolphins ever make it to the Super Bowl, you're just going to show up and be like, this is <laughs> just actively rooting against them. <laughs> oh, there would be so many reverse jinxes. Oh, my God. You're just going to kick me out. Dude. I'm just going to be like, I will, <laughs> I don't know what I would do. Because, like, you've at least, you know, like, you've been, you've several, you know, this is what, there's six Super Bowl, right? That you've seen. Uh, um, yeah. Seventh, yeah, and no, I've been alive for all of them. You so know, the like, first, the first couple ones, I've kind of, I was really young still. Um, yeah, but uh, so I don't remember much. I remember a 49er coming to our school. Um, I think it was 
kind of froze. He was, he was like the kick returner. Um, <laughs> so I, I do remember that um, in like early grade school. But yeah, see, I was I've the closest I've ever gotten was like '92 when I was you know seven, and the Dolphins went to the AFC Championship game, and since then it's just been basically post Marino Achilles, and then we had Chad Pennington for one good year, and yeah. yeah. So I don't even I would I don't even know what I would do if I was like on a Super Bowl run. No, yeah, I, I'm almost afraid to to witness it. But, <laughs> but, just uh, I'll be dead. Like the wind series. I don't know. I might have to like basically mute you and just be like, <laughs> okay. <dude. laughs> no, it'd be exciting because then you know that's yeah. Hopefully, uh, um, well, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Right. All right. But, uh, so. Uh, let's go ahead and do our Palpatine award. So. I'm too weak. Raji, do you want to get us kicked off? All right. So, my I'm too weak Palpatine award winner for the week is the. Uh, New all NBA All Star Game format. So, if you haven't heard, um, let me try and explain it to you. So, let me get my pen and paper. Yeah, this looks good. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, it's, it's you know, <laughs> talk to normal people, not even laymen. It's just you know, let's go above. Yeah. It's just good. normal people talking. Talk to me like I'm five. Yeah. Okay. So, um, no, I don't, don't want to do my kid voice. All right. So, um, each of the first three quarters is basically its own game. So at the end of each quarter, whatever score, whatever team is leading wins that quarter, they win some money for a charity. Um, then after those three quarters are played, they add up all the scores, like a regular game, yeah. <laughs> and uh, basically whoever, whichever team has the higher score, let's say it's like a hundred to like ninety-eight, mm-hmm. that's what the score is, and then they're basically going to add twenty-four points to honor Kobe Bryant. So basically, first team to score 124 wins the All Star game. So it's like two games in one, basically. It's actually four games in one, because each game. uh, Well, I mean, but like the time wise, so or it's it's a no. The fourth quarter is untimed. Fourth quarter is untimed because it's straight. Whoever gets the 124. But like they score a bajillion points in the All Star game. It's going to be done in like like two minutes. I don't think they realize that that 24 points is like eight threes. So, you know, there's it's going to be done so quick that and seriously, this is the way you honor Kobe. It's like I would have like let one like let LeBron's team wear like 24 and then let Giannis's team wear like number eight. Like yeah. they all wear the same jersey, you know, with their, yeah. with their names on the back or. Yeah. Or even if they just wore, you know, one team wore co- all, just both Kobe jerseys, you know, yeah. one, purple, one yellow, one team eight, one team 24. Like that would have been awesome. Yeah, that would have um, been way better. And. I mean, everybody knows, you know, the faces, you know, so it's like, it's not like football where they're on helmets. It's like, you guys, you know, know who's on the floor. So, I mean, it's, it's so stupid. It's NBA. NBA, you're, you're definitely the most progressive league at 95% of the time. What you do is really cool. But I just, I mean, I'm also on the all all all-star games are dumb. uh, And what like group, but this, I'm just, yeah. Yeah, And like, we were talking earlier, like the All Star Game. I think the NBA All Star Game is like one of the best ones, um, entertaining wise. Um, 
then goes to basketball, baseball, football, like underneath the ground, Pro Bowl. Just that, that's, <laughs> I even forgot that shit was on last Sunday. Like, I just put it down. I watched zero. I like, oh, shit. Zero I just, parts of the Pro Yeah, Bowl. I saw it and then I just immediately turned it to yep. something else. Or, oh, no, it was the Kobe Bryant stuff I was watching. Yeah. You know, like, I, even I didn't want to take my mind off that. I didn't like want to watch the Pro Bowl. I was like, the Pro Bowl's garbage. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, NBA. <laughs> Adam Silver, this new format sucks. <laughs> Basically. And uh, yeah. So who is your unlimited power? Tua! So. Who? Who's that? Uh, Tua. Uh, he is. The former Alabama quarterback. Um, he's pretty good. So he, so I've been on. His last name. Uh, God, I was doing it earlier. Tagovailoa. Uh, damn it, I put that spot. <laughs> I got plenty of time. I keep working on it. Uh, he, you heard me say that earlier. That's the worst part. <laughs> so I've been on the tank for Tua bandwagon because all season, um, as we were kind of touching on, I've had basically post Achilles Marino. One year of Chad Pennington, and then a lot of this is the Ryan Tannehill breakout season. Um, I've never had a quarterback like, I mean, I have in the past 20 years, I haven't had a quarterback who I think I can watch and be like, that. that's the dude. That guy, I can see that guy winning the Dolphins championship. And like, uh, you know, this, he's, was in Miami today for the Super Bowl and kind of doing the press, uh, you know, like Radio Row um, tour. And he and his agent basically made it very clear that they, it's basically Miami or bust. Like he wants to go to the Dolphins. He's His agent said he doesn't want the Bengals to draft him. You know, he basically said, like, come get me, you know, trade with uh, – right now the Dolphins are at the – number five spot and then the lions are at number three there's been whispers of the lions trying to draft him but he's basically said like come get me miami i want to i want to go to miami i want to be the face of the franchise i want to do like i want to be the quarterback that leads you guys to the promised land and yeah i know he's a huge risk with his uh, hip injury and it's the same one that you know derailed bo jackson's career but you know from what you know his uh, medical so far, they seem really positive. We'll know more at the combine and stuff. And, you know, I'm just, I'm scared that my heart's going to get broken on draft night, but I am, I'm ready to fall in love with you, Tua. Let's do this. Do the <laughs> damn thing, Miami. Do it. Get your goddamn quarterback. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about the Miami quarterbacks. I mean, that John, that John Beck era is pretty underrated. Uh, so, I mean. The Leo Clemens. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sage Rosenfeld or Rosenfels when yeah we had him for AJ Feely, Joey Harrington revival program yeah <laughs> there have been some the Jay Cutler experience yeah uh, so yeah I'm I'm ready I'm ready so yeah I I mean the the Niners I mean you know it wasn't all you know yeah playoffs for the Niners I mean God my I think the my last game at Candlestick was. The quarterback for the Niners was Tim Rattay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, I've, I've, you know, I haven't shared the, the long history of that, or you know, but you know, I've, you know, had some bad seasons with that quarterback. So I definitely know what it meant. Like, uh, especially when, 
we had the number one pick, and then I wanted the Niners to draft Aaron Rodgers, and they picked Alex Smith. You know, who's, yeah, you know. I mean, Alex Smith's had a good career, but yeah. he's always that quarterback where, like, uh, one of my favorite podcasts around the NFL, they call it the Dalton scale, where basically if your quarterback's better than this guy, you have a franchise quarterback. If your quarterback's below this guy, you need a new quarterback. Alex Smith is the, like, right in the middle of, like, I don't know if you need a new quarterback or not. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, this is where Andy Reid's, like, awesome. Like, he, you know, Alex Smith, like, was a totally different quarterback under him, you know? Yeah. Um, like, I mean, Alex Smith had a few good years with the Niners, but, I mean, I just keep imagining, you know, what would have happened if they had Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Yeah, especially because, yeah, watched Aaron Rodgers in college. Um, and uh, kind of a fun fact uh, between me and JD, like uh, um, there was an Oregon ga- Oregon Ducks game uh, between yeah between Oregon Ducks and the Cal Bears. Two thousand Rodgers, yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, Marshawn Lynch, um, running back, and uh, me and JD were both at that game, not knowing the other was at the game. Obviously, we didn't know each other yep. yet, so we were both at that game. So, so you know. Crazy world. Yep. Great. <laughs> so. It's a blackout game. So. Yep. Yeah, that game. Yeah. Uh, third quarter, the, all the lights went out in that game, and Oregon was yeah. down I think, about 10 points in that game. And then yeah. after the lights came, it was about a half an hour delay. And then after the lights came back on, Oregon like lit it up and came back and yeah. won the game. Yeah. So. It was raining. It was like pouring. Um, and That's then, beach uh, weather in Oregon, though. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. as a California guy, you know, I was like, yeah. what the fuck is this rain? Though? Why is it raining all the time? But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that was, uh, that was their, you know, they Beyonce the lights because they were losing and, yeah, uh, definitely did. So, yep. Yeah. All right. But, uh, so I think that's going to about do it for us because we're running super long tonight. Uh, so, uh, again, if you guys have any questions or comments or anything like that, or just want to send us some love, um, you can email us at, uh, midexception at gmail.com or you can send us, uh, shoot us a message on Twitter. Uh, at mid exception uh if you want to talk to us personally you can reach rodney at uh, at karate two underscores champ and then uh you can reach me on twitter at my fry hole so if you haven't already uh give us a review subscribe like us uh you know please we we appreciate it a lot so uh we're next week's schedule we're gonna be recording so we'll have our super bowl review or recap on monday uh, we'll record it Monday and probably have it late Monday night since we'll both be at the same Super Bowl party. And I don't feel like editing until like way late in the night. And then we'll probably uh, have another episode uh, that Thursday, uh, maybe talking about quarterbacks or we'll kind of see where it, what the landscape, uh, sports landscape brings us. So yeah, probably continue uh, that or. What we did in our last podcast about yeah you know, championship quarterbacks and kind of so, diving deeper into the so, schools and stuff. So yeah, kind of and look at uh, where the quarterbacks in the league right now. So um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. So say goodbye, Rodney. Adios.